0: Hello, welcome to our show, Imaginative Innovations, with your hosts, Benjamin and Kellen.
1: Hello, I'm your host, Kellen.
0: And I'm your host, Benjamin. In our show, we will talk about new and upcoming technologies and how we think they're going to change our world. And today, we are going to do something a little bit different and have an ethics conversation about technology. How fun. How are you doing, Kellen? (laughs) I'm doing
1: pretty good. Uh, Exciting. Conversation today? Uh Uh-huh. In the state with the fancy microphone. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Excited to talk about ethics yet again. <laughs> yet again. Um, I'm in a different station, actually.
0: Today. Yeah, he's, well, the radio station, for all of those listeners who do not know, has multiple stu- studios, and he is in the three mic studio, which is extra fancy.
1: Mm-hmm. I can create a big echo with all three microphones, but I'm not going to do that. <laughs> I'm not going to do that. <laughs>
0: You, I think you also have a soundboard, but um.
1: I do. I yeah. Can. I,
0: although it doesn't Ooh. show up, it doesn't show up on Adobe. So, we, funny story, not about though. So. Um, <laughs> I was recording in that same studio, and we recorded our like thirty-minute segment, and we used the soundboard. And whenever we used the soundboard, Adobe didn't pick it up. <laughs> so there were these <laughs> just loud. A long awkward pauses in our recording because there wasn't the soundboard in them, but we thought the soundboard was in them.
1: Wait, on the tap, does this go? You, you said, "Whoa!" He <laughs> just cut thing? out.
0: <laughs> okay, is- so let's let's talk. So, Kellen, what is your first question about ethics?
1: All right, the first question that I see, I got from, uh, I. I test something like that I don't really know how to pronounce but um so I'm for you asked me this right before we started recording so what do you think are the three most important or interesting inventions since
0: 1850? Hmm. I think that's a hard question um I don't I think the the internet would definitely be one like since 1850 what was around in 1850 anyway Uh, actually maybe a freezer or like a fridge of some sort I think that's very important the internet a fridge <laughs> um kind of like what three technologies would you want if you were stranded on an <laughs> island um I don't know <sighs> or maybe like a plane
1: a plane, or yeah like transportation like just yeah. more
0: advanced transportation because i'm not a big fan of horses so <laughs> you know i gotta love the planes <laughs> um what about you kellen what are the most important or like to you technology since 1850 or
1: invention right. the i think the internet one <laughs> um Probably like uh like the telephone.
0: Mm. No. Yeah. I, yeah. Got all of the telephone.
1: Telephone. Um and I don't know, maybe like a fridge or a freezer. You know, that's pretty important if you don't want your food to go bad.
0: Yeah, we all love food, so <laughs> we better get the fridge. Um, I watched this really interesting documentary on like the seven seven things that changed the world and i i I have to say i kind of i kind of copied them there when i said the fridge (laughs) i just didn't realize how important fridge is like it just kind of revolutionized food like you didn't have to get stuff within seven days now all of a sudden you can get foods from around the world they can go on planes transfer stuff okay kind of leading into this question i don't know if i don't think this is any of the questions in this, well, this is an original question, I believe. What is What do you think the most important technology is going to be in the future? So like, what's going to be the next internet?
1: Maybe that's a good question. Um,
0: prediction right here.
1: Prediction. You heard it here first. Maybe <laughs> yeah. Maybe. <so. laughs> um, I don't know. Most important techno maybe something like i i think maybe the internet will still be because like you know it's like the biggest source of like you know information entertainment um
0: so so hold on a sec you're saying the internet is going to be the next big thing it's going to be <laughs> well, the maybe, next internet maybe,
1: not, maybe okay the next internet maybe it's going to be the internet the, the new internet no okay. uh, <laughs> i don't know uh hold on give me so the next i don't i don't even know if there's if there can be something that has had as big of an impact than the internet maybe like um like a a portable cell service tower so you can have cell service everywhere you go <laughs> I, I
0: i don't know i think um either it has yet to be created like, because the internet oh, is fairly right. new, so it's kind of still in its, like, early days, I maybe, guess.
1: Maybe AI technology.
0: Yeah, oh. like we talked about last episode. Mm-hmm. Let's plug ourselves right here. <laughs> Go check us out on Spotify and Imaginative Innovations. Oh, yeah. And listen to our AI episode, which was episode 13. We recorded last Tuesday or two Tuesdays ago. I think it was last Tuesday. Last Tuesday. Two- Oh yeah. No,
1: no, last Friday.
0: But I I we post them on Tuesdays. Have you checked out our page yet, Kellen? I am sorry. That's a question right there. I'm sorry. (laughs) Give us some downloads. (laughs) We have eight right now. We're feeling very proud. So if you're listening to this episode, you're giving us a ninth, maybe. (laughs) Maybe a tenth or eleventh, so on. Anyway, I think the next big thing has either either yet to be created because the internet's so young, or it's going to be 3D printing, which is why I wanted to talk about in episode number two, plug yourselves again, check us out on Spotify episode number two, which is about 3D printing. And I think 3D printing is going to change the world, kind of because I took engineering tech one. And in that class, I don't know if you've taken it, but in that class, our teacher talked about how he thought, engineer um 3d printing was going to change the world and I have to say I agree with him because here here was his contentions where 3d printing allows for customization like anywhere anyone can own a 3d printer like and you can have it in your house it doesn't take up a bunch of space it's semi-easy to use and they're trying to make them easier to use and it allows for great customization like people pay more for customization for a reason and it allows people to create whatever they want in their house and it would allow costs to be cheaper because it eliminates the supply chain and by eliminating the supply chain it cuts down the cost on shipping and stuff like that and i think that's why it's going to revolutionize the world right there being able to create stuff in your house or create customize anything from 3d printers because as we talked about in episode two 3d printing has really come a long way and you can 3d print so many different things right now and i can just can't wait to see where this leads
1: Mm -hmm. and to build on that um i recently saw like a video of someone of many people actually using 3d printing you know well i talked about how they 3d printed foods but i'm not going to talk about that so they 3d printed like like how you're saying customization they literally like an exact replica of um of like iron man's like original suit or Mm like like armor thing i don't know what to call like a suit yeah uh and they even made it so that like it can like light up when you like open your hand, and wow! Uh, they were talking about how easy it was and how like inexpensive it it is. And there was like like oh yeah, it has like a little bit of a learning curve, but it takes like like maybe like an hour or two, and then you could probably you could probably print like whatever you want.
0: Mm-hmm. And yeah,
1: yeah, that was really cool to me.
0: And once you print something, once once you have that programming to print something, you can print it as many times as you want mm-hmm. and customize it each time. Or create the same thing, which is really cool. Kind of another question leading into this. Um, so, with COVID, we've kind of embraced technology in a new and different way in the classroom and in life in general. How do you think our use of technology during COVID is it going to affect our use of technology outside of COVID, like when COVID's done?
1: Uh, I think the phone use, like mobile phones, and even computers and laptops. Those will definitely go down. I hope. I hope. I I can't say for sure, but I hope they go down. Um yeah, because you know, you can go outside again. And I feel like I feel like there's been like a lot of social media wars on since COVID because there's people spend so much time on social media. Yeah. Obviously just means more time for arguments. And um I think a lot of like like entertain like you know how like there's still people doing like YouTube over COVID and, you know, like streaming video games on Twitch. Well, I don't know about the Twitch part, but I think like, like even us doing radio, radio shows. Oh my. Because what I, at least from what, uh, what my teacher told me, he said that it, we have never, like what we're doing right now, having someone at home and someone in the station record a show. Apparently that's never been done before. So <laughs> we are the first one.
0: Oh yeah. well <laughs>
1: Creating history
0: kind of kind of adding on to that thought about having doing online radio shows. I think um after covid we're still going to keep using zoom in a lot of ways. Like it just is so nice being able to meet someone face to face like around the world. Like I did this interview um with a sports agent called Mr. O'Connell. And his name was Mr. O'Connell and he's he lives in Florida and I never would have been able to do that interview if like in non-COVID times, I would not have known how to use Zoom and stuff like that. And Zoom allowed me to do that interview and record it over COVID. I think we're going to continue to use Zoom in that way. Or like besides FaceTiming or just calling my grandparents while they're not here, I would maybe we can Zoom them kind of thing. And I think it's also going to affect how we do school in the classroom. Like we use this application called Schoology which is basically where we turn in all of assignments and stuff and I think we're going to embrace Schoology more and turn in our assignments virtually besides in paper and on like on in, in person and on paper.
1: Yeah okay I'm sorry I'm pretty sure I just saw a spider on the wall <laughs> <laughs> I was I wondering you looking up <laughs> <laughs> Okay but yeah um I I <laughs> Okay, i I do agree that uh, you know, I will still keep using these these applications, and um,
0: I'm sorry. <laughs> is spider distracting. Oh my god! Okay, we have an yeah, interruption, well, ladies and gentlemen. Well, well, Are you so afraid well, of spiders?
1: I, I'm not like terrified, but like I can handle being being next to a spider. But I just they're disgusting. I don't I don't like being like near them. Like I. I, res- I don't want to kill kill them unless they're like like right next oh my god
0: unless okay. they pose unless an immediate threat
1: <laughs> exactly <laughs> right. because you know they they get rid of rid of a lot of gross stuff like like bugs and stuff um, but
0: science
1: <laughs> i i i think spiders are disgusting but i i can handle one just not right <laughs> above me with a web right over my head might uh, what if it that crawls above you and
0: then might. falls into your hair
1: yeah that i hate that i would hate okay anyways <laughs> did awesome. you know anyway. cool
0: fact you swallow Well, man, i don't know exactly how many bugs you'll swallow in your lifetime but it's a whole lot most of them from when you're sleeping let's search this up well, how many bugs my
1: body? <laughs> do you
0: swallow in your sleep
1: if you couldn't tell this is an improv show <laughs> we are <laughs> we don't have a script for this one
0: hey the uh, qu- um according to britannica i don't know how to pronounce it but i've heard britannica? it before yeah i've heard that, um, that before the encyclopedia quote the belief that we swallow an average of eight spiders in our sleep every year has become so ingrained in popular what? culture that many people accept it as fact the reality however is quite distant different we swallow no spiders at all there are several reasons why spiders don't bother us in our sleep so i guess we don't swallow any spiders end quote but um i think we swallow some bugs are spiders bugs anyway
1: uh they're arachnids dang i I don't know if they're considered
0: bugs according to this website we we eat several million bugs in our sleep like such as dust mites (laughs) do dust mites even count
1: uh dude okay hold on all right anyways i i just found something and i i don't have enough information to consider dust mites as as swallowing a bug okay anyways um i searched uh, are arachnids considered bugs many people think that spiders are insects but they are mistaken since insects have six legs and three main body parts but, okay blah, blah, blah. they arachnids belong to an even larger group of animals called arthropods which also include insects and crustaceans
0: Crustacean? crustaceans, crustaceans? I, i'm
1: sorry i don't what, I don't know what website anyone um spider facts <laughs> kidzone.ws
0: <laughs> let's go so it sounds like spiders are not but insects i think that's the right word i it's guess they're bugs i think bugs kind of ambiguous but mm-hmm. so there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Bugs, are, uh, spiders are not insects. And okay. you do not swallow spiders in your sleep. That was a myth that I just propagated. <laughs> um, um,
1: anyway, we got so awesome. <laughs> <laughs> kind off. Kind of sidetracked right there. Right.
0: So uh, back, back to the conversation. Mm-hmm. Kind of switching gears here. So what do you see as... Like, what role do you think that we play in this show with technology? Like, how? what do you think our responsibility and privileges are, are surrounding technology?
1: Oh, an ethics question. <laughs> okay, so I think the internet, obviously, should be used in a way that can help people. Like, either, like, entertainment where you know some people like like watching it and it you know may might might calm them down relax them or make them laugh or you know for information if not not cheating i we do not condone cheating um <laughs> uh like information just like you know maybe some like fun facts or uh like a little little extra help with your homework and um yeah you know just helpful stuff you know information entertainment
0: so so, uh, so what do you consider as helpful like what's your definition of helpful
1: mm-hmm. something that either makes your life better or like advances your brain or like your learning your capabilities you know because like personally Excuse- i've i've learned how like okay let me just finish this and then you can uh i've learned how like to I've learned how to juggle, solve a Rubik's cube, and perform a magic trick um, over YouTube. All skills learned from the internet. Yeah, and that expanded my capabilities. And although it's not exactly helpful for my career, (laughs) unless I'm going to try to be a juggling magician. um, Who
0: solves Rubik's cubes.
1: Who solves Rubik's cubes. uh, It definitely, like, helped, you know, with my hands. And... And my and my hand eye coordination you know, just,
0: so. just 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 he on the screen he just he just wiggled his hands like magic. <laughs> <laughs> um, so kind of what like back to what you define as helpful. So, what happens is watching TV. You can do that on the internet. Is that helpful?
1: Um, I think like like as long as it's not like like taking over your life, like some. Like even me over COVID, I've been watching so much Netflix lately. <laughs> um, as long as it's not like an unhealthy amount, like maybe like, like maximum of like, maybe like an hour and a half a day, maybe, maybe, maybe less. So, um,
0: so, so they should. The government should limit.
1: People to no, not you watching not an hour and people, a half of not, internet a day. <laughs> okay, let me let me let me elaborate. As long as it's not like because like obviously if you don't if you don't have entertainment in your life, your life is going to, like, you're going to think, like, oh, like, my life sucks. It's so boring. Like, what's even the point of, like, you know, like, doing all these things if I can't even have fun? Is but, the
0: internet the only source of entertainment?
1: I mean, no. But it is the <laughs> definitely the biggest source of entertainment that I know, at least. Unless you have, like, a brother that's a stand-up comedian. um, But I, <laughs> I, I, I do think that... Um, entertainment and like, like pleasure, uh, is definitely like one of, like one of the more important things that you should have in your life and the internet gives you access to that.
0: So, so maybe it's less helpful and more stuff that furthers your insight into the world and makes you happier.
1: Uh, exactly. Yeah. Like, you know, expanding expanding your capabilities expanding your brain and also not being like a fun killer
0: so if (laughs) if you if you could put the internet into one word what would it be
1: no i could let me think about internet (laughs) internet um i (laughs) have a big stump (laughs) no it's it's yeah, it, I, mean, I can't really describe it in one word, but well, I can describe it in, like, a sentence.
0: The, like, I mean, the, the internet does so many different things. I don't know. I feel like um, we have responsibilities with the internet, but it's super hard. I don't know. Like, I think it's super hard to regulate a lot of things. But I think it would be especially super hard to, like, regulate the internet in more ways. Because, like, as as we kind of just showed, like, the definition, like, what should the internet – be used for i think it should be used for like so many different things that it's hard to like put it into like one sentence or one word and as a result it's hard to say what's like acceptable like what's a right or like what's something we should be able to do on the internet what's something we shouldn't be able to do and what are our privileges and what and um like what we should our responsibilities surrounding the internet
1: mm-hmm. okay I I just threw the spider out of the room. So <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> okay, but yeah, like we like what you're saying. Um, because it took a little bit to get to this part. Almost like, what like like five minutes for me to answer one question. <laughs> um, but what I was gonna say after, like you know, using it like a healthy amount and only for like, uh like you know, only using it to help you. Um, I think, like how many people use it in, like, a very harmful way, not just to themselves, but to, like, other people, like, social media, for example, like, I, I was talking about how, um, how there have been a lot of, like, social media drama, um, because, like, you know, everyone's inside and using social media, and that just creates more time for arguments, um, so that can not only, you know, I've, there are many instances of cyberbullying, and, you know, um, like, Many like depression Mm -hmm. results of depression due to these, Um, and uh, not only just cyberbullying, just like, uh, you know, just like you, like um, going on illegal websites or, uh, just like doing, doing like very, either like unlawful, unethical, or just like things you shouldn't do on the internet. Um, So, this, it's definitely not, like, the internet definitely isn't, like, a, a, like, perfect place where only good can come out of it. But I do think, like, people should be careful about how they use it.
0: Yeah, I definitely agree with how people should be careful, but I don't know necessarily if that should be, like... How that should be enforced, or necessarily should be enforced. Um, I'm not, so
1: I'm not talking about like the FBI. <laughs> <laughs> <advice>. FBI, <laughs> open up. Um.
0: Anyway, you mentioned um, like, like people connecting over the internet. I think. So, do you think like social media specifically, or just the internet in general, helps people connect and create communities, or do do you think that it drives separation?
1: Um. I think a lot like the answer to the previous question that took like 10 minutes. It depends. Um, <laughs> I think like it's definitely, I don't know if it's not like 50-50, but it's definitely both are like both like driving people apart and bringing people together. Like there's definitely like evidence of of the internet doing both because I've, I've, no joke, I've seen friendships being broken over someone unfollowing someone's social media account yeah i can also say since covid uh i played a lot of video games and i met a lot of people who had social media and now i haven't i haven't met any of them in real life except for one um but i'm still like i you know i talk to them you know Mm -hmm. uh we have fun we play games together we talk about life and i've never i've only seen their face through a camera Mm-hmm. and it's crazy how like how uh how good how close and how good of friends you can become through a screen mm-hmm. so there's definitely like you know that factor of bringing people together but there's also a lot of you know because on the internet I feel like everyone acts bigger than they are so like if there's an agreement a disagreement then some like like some person who probably doesn't get a lot of attention in real life or feel small is probably going to try to act all big mm-hmm. and you know get uh make people like try to be intimidating because no one knows you know what he looks like
0: yeah that was that was kind of deep i'm not going to lie <laughs> um yeah I, I would definitely agree with you that it can drive people apart and bring people together um like i think during covid specifically it's helped brought, bring a lot of people together but mm-hmm. i would also say that social media also drives people apart as well like you said but um like I, I think sometimes like some of the social media just because you're following someone doesn't mean like, necessarily your friend I think it kind of creates a false sense of friendship I don't know
1: yeah I I definitely agree with that like um I know someone who like it was in like the same video game community as me and mm-hmm. I knew about him so you know, I followed him and he followed me back. But I I followed him because, like, I respected him and not because I wanted to be, like, besties. Yeah. So then...
0: Besties for life.
1: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so then, um, like, I feel... Because, like, after we followed each other, he was DM- DMing me, like, we were friends. And, like, it's like, like yo, you want to join, like, a Discord call and just, like, talk about life? I'm like, well, I don't even know you. <laughs> I mean, we're like I. I talk like we're friends now, not like besties, obviously, but like, um, you know, I just feel like it online because you can't see how people are talking to you or like mm-hmm. their tone or their face. It can be like extremely misleading on like your feelings towards someone, not romantic yeah. feelings, just <laughs> just like you know, false. Yeah, like like you said, false friendship and all yeah. that.
0: Um, I think that brings us a, for, to a close for today because you have to leave soon. So this was Imaginative Innovations brought to you by Benjamin VF4 And Kellen Wu. Thank you for tuning in. This was our show for today. See you next Tuesday at three. See you.